hi, you just worked a full day at your office and, you know, rushed to get here and now I'd really like you to set an intention for your time on your mat. And I would actually get somewhat triggered when a teacher would ask me to do this. Ignite your best life. Yoga is the spark. Hello, yoga hackers. Welcome back to the Yoga Hacks podcast where we take yoga off the mat and into our daily life. This episode is brought to you and sponsored by Uplifted, our very own membership community where you can download all the classes that you love on YouTube to your phone, access them when you don't have Wi-Fi, and get tons and tons and tons of member-only content as well as monthly booklets, challenges, and themes so you can go deeper in your yoga practice. So I would love to see you at upliftedyoga.com if you're not already a member. And if you're one of the hundreds of people who are a member, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because it's because of you that I don't have to have advertisements in my podcasts or anything like that, which I think is just so great. So our topic for today's episode, as always, was brought up in Facebook. And someone asked, and this I think was a while ago, about setting an intention when you come to your mat. What does it mean to set an intention before you practice? And how can we incorporate a little bit more uh, intention setting into our time on the mat? And then I wanted to also relate this to how can you get answers, downloads, answers to questions you have when you're on your mat by practicing in a intention-filled way. So that's what we're going to talk about today, and I can't wait to get started. Okay, so diving right in, how many of you, which we're all together so I could see a show of hands, but just if you're walking or listening to this, walking around or working out or folding laundry or whatever it is that you're doing, raise your hand or just send me a vibrational yes if you've ever had a yoga teacher tell you, all right, now come to your mat, take a deep breath, close your eyes, set an intention for your time today or something like that. I feel like that's something very common that happens that teachers will cue to set an intention at the beginning of class and this is lovely. However, I wanted to kick off this podcast by sharing with you all that when I first started yoga and even when I was in my teacher training, I found this prompt to sort of set an intention for my practice incredibly annoying. I didn't like it at all. Why? Hmm. Well, looking back, I think for me as a new yogi and even as someone in teacher training who really loved yoga but was still busy and still had a full-time job, this prompt or this cue to sort of set an intention for my time on the mat just seemed like the teacher was asking me to do an extra something when to me like just the fact that I had made it to class landed on my mat was getting to breathe and just decompress maybe for the first time all day and breathe and do nothing and step into my non-linear mind, step into my intuition, sort of go to this different non-logical dimension, which was what yoga was helping me access, to have the very first thing be like, hi, you just worked a full day at your office and you know rushed to get here and Now I'd really like you to set an intention for your time on your mat. To me, for some reason, it always rubbed me the wrong way and it just felt like extra work. And I would actually get somewhat triggered when a teacher would ask me to do this because I'd just be like, I can't 
think of an intention right now. I am tired. I want to move my body. I just want to work out and breathe. And again, connect to that non-linear part of myself. And that's why I'm here. So I just want to share that because if you feel triggered or have ever thought that when a teacher has said, set an intention to you at the beginning of class, you are not alone. That was totally me. I really didn't like it. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with teachers saying that either. Now I sometimes say that because obviously I've moved on and that does not trigger me anymore. But I did want to kick off sharing that story because I think anytime as teachers we're asking people to do something in yoga, we just we need to be mindful. And, and even though I'm sure the teachers who were saying this to me had like the purest intentions and hearts of gold and really wanted to give their students a moment to check in with themselves and reflect at the beginning of class. But for me, this prompt of having to set an intention just felt way too pressure-filled, especially after a long, busy day. So if you're someone who is teaching, whether you've done my teacher training, which you can get info on at brettlarkin.com forward slash train, or you've uh, done teacher training somewhere else and are currently teaching or considering teaching, I just invite you to consider that because I think it's really nice to give people a moment to check in with themselves Notice what's going on behind what's going on is one of my favorite things to say. Check in with yourself. Notice your emotional state, right? Those are all things that you can just do that that, they're, that are like noticing something, not asking someone to actually create an intention. So creating an intention is just, first of all, we're, we're asking someone to do something. It's, I don't want to say it's difficult, but it's not like it comes naturally. So the other thing I like to say when I'm teaching is if I prompt people to set an intention, I give them some suggestions so they don't feel like lost. <laughs> like, what's my intention going to be? I say, take this moment to set any intention you have for your practice. It could be as simple as cultivating self-love, being grateful for the fact that you made it to your mat, you know, something like that, giving them some really easy, kind of like an opt-out that, that their intention could literally be just to breathe and feel present in this moment. So roundabout way to, to start, but I did want to put that out there because I know we do have a lot of teachers who listen to this podcast and people who are thinking about becoming prospective teachers as well. Okay, so... Assuming you're not triggered and you do want to set an intention, this is really something that I would encourage you to begin playing with and to begin thinking of very specific, especially if you're maybe in the uplifted community, doing yoga on a daily basis, have a personal practice, start asking specific questions at the beginning of your time on the mat, if this is something you wanna cultivate, right? You might be like where I was a couple years ago where your yoga is just a refuge. I really needed my yoga to be a refuge from my logical mind and I I didn't want to set an intention or do any of this work. However, I did interview recently a woman on the Savannah podcast, which is the other podcast that I host. So you can check that out at savannahpodcast.com and subscribe to that as well. Episodes also usually go up on YouTube. But she is an Akashic channel. What does that mean? Well, listen to the episode. (laughs) Hopefully it'll be out or live by the time this episode comes out. I'll try to schedule them to go live at the same time so you can listen to them both. Her name is Lisa Barnett. And 
at first interviewing her, I, I was concerned because she felt a little woo-woo and crazy for me. So you'll see that in the Savannah podcast, I ask her really tough questions like, do we really have past lives that you specifically as a medium slash channel slash psychic can access? And what do those words even really mean? And I, I do not let her off easy. And, and she's absolutely wonderful on the show and, and really breaks everything down for me. I'm still not sure if I believe in everything she talked about, but one epiphany I had when I was interviewing her was this focus, she said, on really asking a specific question to the universe. And I was like, oh, this ties in so nicely back to this idea of setting an intention for our practice. Because what she described was that when we are in a state of deep meditation or yoga. Often we're so excited that we got to that state and it's so beautiful just to be in that energy that we just sort of soak that energy in and that's totally fine. However, if we're looking to take our practice to the next level, and if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably someone who always wants to take everything yoga related to the next level and meditation related, is that instead of just soaking that energy in, we can spend time in that energy, and I'm talking about that ext- expanded energy state where we feel deeply connected to something greater than ourself, right? Post Shavasana or in most likely meditation or especially after a Kundalini practice where, where we've really raised our vibration, we can, instead of just sitting in the energy, like soaking in it, like relaxing like a hot tub, we can arrive in that energy space with a super clear, specific question and then ask the universe for answers while we're in that energetic state. And it's sort of like hard to come up with that question once you're already in the energetic, uh, out there cosmic state, right? You want to have your question ready before. And Lisa Barnett in the Savannah podcast interview was talking about this in the sense of really helping people frame their questions. Because I guess for her as a medium channel, someone who talks to the Akashic masters, she taps into the Akashic library of wisdom, which is like the library that contains the information about everyone's past lives and She can kind of get downloads for people. What I did like that she said that I thought was really empowering is that any of us can sort of knock on the door of this. (laughs) I made a knocking sound and my dog thought I was literally, thinks there's someone at the door. Okay, we're back. Um, (laughs) When you're knocking at the door of this Akashic wisdom, I will not make a knocking side effect for, because of aforementioned dog. When you're knocking it's like when whether you believe in the Akashic Masters or whether you just believe in knocking on the door of this higher wisdom, higher intelligence, you, it's like you're meeting up with a, a librarian who can go and get data for you, sort of like a researcher at a desk, but you need to ask them a very, very specific question. Otherwise, it's like you're just saying to the universe, hey, or to the librarian, I'm kind of interested in blank. Or like, what are your thoughts on blah, 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 right? And, and a librarian or researcher can't really help you, right? They're, they're like, uh, I need you to give me a very specific question. So an example of a very specific question might be, how precisely can I create more abundance in my life 
right now? Or how do I heal my relationship with my partner or mother so that we're both blossoming in integrity and feel great? Or what should I do about this job offer, right? Those are very specific questions. And what I like that she talked about was that our intention when we come to the mat can be seeking an answer to a question. Because why not, right? In yoga, we're elevating our uh, sort of non-linear capacity to process information. We're bathing in energy that is at a higher frequency, higher vibration than likely we're experiencing in our day-to-day life as we, you know, cook, clean, do chores, do work at the computer. And that there is this, if you believe in this, and I certainly do, that there's this matrix of intelligence, whether you call it source energy or universal consciousness or the, you know, God's divine plan, whatever words you use to describe this sense of an underlying order around things in your life, a trust in the universe, that when, you can, when you're tapped into that space, why not <laughs> try to get some specific questions and really buy into the fact that the universe wants to support you and wants to give you that information. So if the idea of just setting an intention doesn't resonate with you right away, I would really encourage you to think of it as a specific question and get really, really specific. And it doesn't mean you have to be meditating or thinking about this question as you flow through the asana practice or obsess over it even in your meditation, but just maybe put it out there. Like you could write it in your journal right next to your mat and look at it as you as you practice and then maybe look at it once more once you start meditating. Just let it sink in, put it out there. So if you do end up feeling like you're soaking in this amazing energy, you you have something ready to ask. You're not just drawing a blank. Other ways that you can set an intention for your mat, again, you can keep it really simple. My intention is to breathe. My intention is to slow down. My intention is to connect with myself. My intention is to practice self-love. These are all, I think, great examples of simple intentions that you can also set if, again, if you just want to keep it simple. Another type of intention you can play with and use coming to the mat is an intention outward. So instead of some of the intentions, the simpler ones I said that are just you know grounding and sort of focused on you, and instead of a question, which I think can also be really powerful, you can have an intention of sending love outward. So maybe my intention is to send healing and love to those less fortunate than I am. Or my intention with this practice is to send my energy out to my father who's sick. Or to all the animals and beings in the world who need help, support, and love. So you can definitely make your practice sort of an offering putting yourself up as someone who is practicing in service of something or someone else. And this is another really lovely way you can incorporate this idea of an intention when you come to your mat. And that's really it for this episode. I wanted to take a minute to talk just about the different kinds of intentions you can set and why you shouldn't feel bad if you get triggered by the idea of having to have an intention or an agenda for your practice because you can always just opt out or make that intention as simple as 
I'm here to slow down. Because I think this idea of an intention to start your practice just gets thrown around a lot in the yoga community, sort of like the world mindfulness. And no one ever really breaks it down or goes into a little bit more detail about what that actually means and what that actually looks like and why we're doing it. So I hope that this podcast gave you some ideas. As a recap, the ideas that we reviewed were to keep it simple, right? Like stupid simple. My intention is to slow down. My intention is to focus on my breath, to ask a very, very, very specific question, especially if you've been practicing a long time and you're maybe doing a kundalini routine or a deeper meditation where you know you're going to get to a really interesting elevated state. And of course, third, to make that intention about sending your energy out into the universe, out towards someone else. So those are three very different and interesting paths that I think you can take and pursue this intention direction. And again, on a practical level, I think writing that intention down on the journal that you're hopefully having next to your mat is a great way to just plant the seed and trust that because you've written it out on your journal that's near your mat, it's going to interweave into your practice and meditation in a way that's organic without you having to constantly pull yourself back being like, my intention's this, my intention's this. Because obviously when we're doing yoga and meditating, we want to relax and only be focusing on a mantra or our breath and not trying to, you know, not pulling ourselves back into the logical uh, to, to bring up a certain intention. And quick announcement, since I just mentioned journals and planners, I am, fingers crossed, not fingers crossed, it's happening. I am putting out the Uplifted Journal as a journal and planner that's going to be available for 2018, the new year. So if you're interested in going deeper with yoga and journaling, or you've seen my YouTube videos about the planner that I've been designing, or you've even downloaded the planner pages, which you can do at brettlarkin.com forward slash planner. If that doesn't work, it's brettlarkin.com forward slash journal. One or both of those URLs should take you there so you can kind of like demo the pages and see how it works. And there's a video about how it works that'll get emailed to you because it's It's a very nuanced, cool system where you like write an intention at night and then work with it the next day and have, there's a place to write gratitude and a place to record the yoga sequence you did or, you know, make practice. It's so, so, so cool. I won't even go into it, but I know a lot of you have been waiting and excited for it to be an actual beautiful printed book that you can carry around in your purse or backpack and use. And I'm super excited to announce that that is finally happening. We couldn't make it happen for Christmas and New Year's last year, but it is going to happen for this year. So just stay on the email list. Keep looking on my website because there will be an opportunity to pre-order at a discounted rate once it uh, becomes available or is almost available. Finishing touch is happening now. So I'm super excited about that. Thank you as always for listening, for your support. And I would really, really love to hear from you because I'm super curious if I'm the only yogi in the world who's been triggered by the by a teacher asking me to set an intention at the beginning of class, which seems like a very harmless thing to do. Is it just me? Was I the only one who's ever experienced this? Or have you also felt triggered by this request to set an intention maybe when you didn't feel like it or is setting an intention something you love? I'd really love to hear from you in the comments down below. 
Otherwise, you can always comment in our private Facebook group. It's private, so it's a safe space. Yoga Hacks, yoga, H-A-C-K-S, community.com will redirect you to the private Facebook group and I can approve you as a member. So much love. Have a beautiful, beautiful, happy, healthy day. Don't forget to get on your mat and do some yoga and maybe meditate and take care of yourself, even if it's just for five minutes. Thank you so much for being part of the community and for listening. So much love from my heart to yours. Namaste. This episode was brought to you by Uplifted. Try Brett's membership community for people who want to enrich their life through yoga for free at brettlarkin.com uplifted. Yoga obsessed? Join Brett for yoga teacher training at brettlarkin.com train. And don't forget to give back. Like this podcast, leave a rating or review. Share this with someone you love. Remember, now is the time to dedicate yourself to what matters most. From my heart to yours, namaste.